Amen, guys. We can have the slide back there. Today we're talking about standing firm on the Word of God. And what that was, a little demonstration for you guys. Every time Deanna, she came in front of a, an obstacle or a, like someone who came against her, what does she do? She stand firm on the Word of God, but more importantly, she spoke the Word of God. She had a purpose. She knew what she was saying. She wasn't just saying, no, I'm not going to do that. But no, God said in His Word. Today we're opening up our Bibles in Matthew 4, 1 through 11. It's important. It's a great story I want to share with you guys. Okay, the title of this, this chapter in the beginning of it says, The Temptation of Jesus. Okay, let's go ahead and read it. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Continuing on verse 8. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. Verse 9 says this. All this I will give to you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him. And the angels came and attended them. Everybody say, Amen. How many of you guys know that story was a real story? That's found in the Bible. I didn't make that up. It was in Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11. And the first thing I want you guys to know, understand that Jesus was tempted by the devil. Okay? There is a God. There is a devil. And there is good and evil. There are demons. There are, are angels. Okay? And here was a perfect story. The Bible says in Matthew 4 when it said this, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Today we're going to be talking about a lot about temptation. Okay? Here Jesus was tempted. In our life, in our walk with God, as disciples, there are going to be things, choices you will have to make. Whether you say, you know what, I'm going to live for God. Or you know what, I'm going to put away the Christian right now. and, And I'm just going to do what feels good. Okay, we're going to have choices. And right now, Jesus was tempted. It was a real temptation. I want to get something clear. Temptation is not a sin. Because if temptation was a sin, Jesus would have sinned by being tempted. Temptation is temptation. Giving in to that temptation then becomes a sin. For example, right now, if there's a pretty lady walking down the street, right, I look, okay, if I stare with my eyes and lust after her, I give in to temptation and start thinking things. But if I look and say, you know what, I'm turning the other way, I'm not giving in to temptation. I'm not lusting after a woman, okay? Or how about this? You know, your friends get you upset. They do something. Like, Dude, why do you do that? You can become angry, you know? But you say, you know what, I'm going to let that go by. There's always temptation. You see, Jesus was tempted by the devil. It was a real thing. It happened. He came to Jesus Christ and tempted God, to get him to fall. Let me tell you something. Temptations will come. Temptations will come your way. Don't think that when you give your life to God, when you start coming to church, everything's going to be a walk in the park. You know, you're skipping. You know, you're having fun. Wouldn't it be nice? No, 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 no. 
That's not happening. All right, you're, you're excited when you come into your, man, God just did something to me. I know he's alive, but check this out. Even Jesus, oh, come on, somebody. Even Jesus was tempted by the devil. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. God will allow it, okay? And it might seem confusing. God would allow you to be tempted. The Bible says Jesus was led by the Spirit. The Spirit led him into the world. God would allow it, but you have a choice to stand firm on the Word. Amen? And this is what the Word says today. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says this. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Amen? But when you are tempted... He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it, so that you can stand, so that you don't have to give in to temptation. You guys don't read your word. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says no temptation that comes your way is too great for you for you guys not to overcome. No temptation. How many of you guys right now be like, man, every time we go through something, guys, come on now, we're men. We see a pre-list and say, Lusting in our heart right there. We can either look away or we can look. No temptation. This is what the Bible says. No temptation has overcome you. Don't say, but Adam, I'm a guy. I have to look. God said man and woman should be, and it's good. And Adam, it's good. No, 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 that. No, 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 check it out. No temptation has overcome you. Ladies, when we want to say, we want to talk about other <laughs> gossip. I always use, there's always like these things, guys and women and girls and gossip. I'm going to try to get away from that, but that's true. When we say, oh, look at the way she's dressing, mm, she's nasty. We can gossip. We can even be like, you know what? I'm not going to talk about her like that. I ain't going to talk because that's not right. That's not right. We should build people up. The Bible says in Ephesians to build people up with your words. Amen. Jesus was tempted by the devil, but know this. The devil. Jesus was tempted by the devil, but know this. No temptation. Everybody say, no temptation. Oh, come on. We're going to wake up the devil and say, no temptation has overcome me. Come on now, somebody. Satan knows how to tempt you. Here in the story, we read about Jesus Christ. And look at this. Watch this, guys. Get this. In the context where it was written. Matthew, t- Matthew 4, verses 2 to 3 says this. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Okay, how many of you guys know what fasting is? By a show of hands. How many of you guys know what fasting is? I'll explain it to you really quick. Fasting means you're not eating and you're praying. You, you decline yourself. Food. That means you're going to say, no, I'm not going to eat, and I'm going to pray. I'm going to draw closer to God. That's what fasting is. Now imagine this. Jesus, the Bible says, after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Okay? Jesus was hungry, y'all. Okay? He hadn't eaten in 40 days. Imagine if you guys, your mom says, son, daughter, we're broke, and we're not going to eat until we have money. And that happens to be 40 days. At the end of those 40 days, you can just walk in the house and hear your stomach. You're going to be hungry for something, right? The Bible says this. Then the tempter came and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Oh, that sounds so simple. Sounds so innocent. Jesus was hungry. And here the devil comes along. See, the Bible says tempter. He has many names. Satan, devil, Lucifer. He was an angel at first, but here it says the tempter came and said, if you are the son of God, if you are who we all say to be, tell these stones to become bread. He's hungry. How many of you guys know that sounds good to Jesus right now? Imagine if you hadn't eaten just one day. It says, mom and dad, come on, we're going to go to McDonald's. <laughs> Bless the Lord. I'm hungry. 
Imagine Jesus right now. He's hungry. That devil says, come. You know what? Tell these stones to be bread. He knows how to tempt you. Let's keep on reading. I have a point to make. Matthew 4, 5 through 6. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said. I'm sorry, I lost my point. Throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Okay, you guys understand, the devil is coming down. He's coming to you guys. All right, we're not dumb, guys. There is a God. See, we're praising God, but sometimes we forget there's an enemy that's trying to knock you out, trying to take you out the game because you know why? He's afraid. If you guys can realize, if you start living for God, what God would do in your life, how God would save you. But he hates you. He hates the cross, and so he's coming after you. He even came after Jesus. So don't think in your mind, well, I'm saved. I'm going to be fine. He came after Jesus. What makes you think he's not going to come after you? What makes you think? And, guys, he knows how to tempt you. He's not dumb. He's been here since mankind. He's been learning mankind. He's been studying mankind. He knows what gets us going. What's your choice of sin? You see, oh, hold on a second. No, so a minute. For you, it might be gossiping. For other people, it might be putting stuff before God. Like having something. It can be something good, too. Like sports. But it coming in the way before God. You can't even come to church anymore. You're not reading your Bible because you're so busy in baseball. Hello, somebody. That was me. I was so busy. I couldn't have no time. I can't come to 201 anymore. I can't go to church because I have games on Sunday now. God, I'm going to put you there. Come on. He tempts you in different ways. He knows how to get you to fall because this is what he's trying to do. He's trying to blind you. He's trying to cause doubt in your heart. You see? Watch this. The devil's smart. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down. Watch this. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Guess what the devil just did right there? He took scriptures and said, Lord Jesus, if you are the son of God, it is written. The Bible says this. The Bible, you, you said the Bible. This is what your Holy Spirit was doing. Oh, come on now. It is written. See, so what the devil likes to do, he likes to speak half-truths. He won't tell you the full truth. Ladies, he'll tell you, you know, with that guy, he loves you. He's going to take care of you. He's what you need. But really deep down inside, you'll get with him. you find out who's just only after one thing, one thing to leave you. You guys don't even see it like this, but just to be with you guys. Girls, listen up. I was in high school, and I thought of one thing. I ain't going to front. Stop fronting, guys. Women, stop playing around. You know what's on your mind. It's half-truths. Oh, he's the greatest guy ever. He's the captain of the team. He's so sweet. He got good grades. Half truth. Look behind us. He's following God. Is she serving the Lord? Come on, somebody. It's real things. The devil knows how to get you to get away from God. He pulls it out just like a little bait. Come here. Come here. Come here. And it's funny. Just imagine right now if I had someone, one of the guys, come here. Come here. And I'm going to like, like a game or something. If I, and they're chasing after it. It's funny. Guess what the devil's doing? Ha <laughs> ha! You guys are laughing, but he knows how to tempt you. Don't you think he was trying to get Jesus to fall? He was trying to destroy, corrupt the mission why Jesus came. But what did Jesus do? We're talking about standing firm on the word. Jesus Christ, the best example we have in the Bible, did what? He stood firm on the word. The third point I have to make to you guys: Jesus used the word. Everybody say the word. 
Come on, say it up. You can wait today. The word, the word to come against the devil. This is what Jesus said. Watch this. Matthew 4, 4. From the first time when he was tempted to make the, the stones turn to bread, he said this. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. You guys understand what just happened right there. Jesus took the devil and said, this is what you said. This is what God says. He basically treated his life because the devil is trying to knock them down. He's trying to knock you down. And if you guys don't stand firm on your word, knowing what the Bible says, guess what? The devil's going to come your way, and he's going to punk you, and he's going to try to tempt you. And guess what? If you're not firm on the word, if you have one foot in, one foot out, guess what he's going to do? Knock you out. And slowly, you're not going to want to stop coming to church. You're going to think that I'm crazy, and what I'm saying is crazy, because really, your true friends are out there, and they want to party with you. They want to go do the things that the church doesn't want to do. So you want to want to come with your friends. See, that's a lie right there, I'm telling you guys. And some of you guys will be like, man, he's talking about me. That's a lie right there. What did Jesus do? It is written. He said, it is written. Man shall not live on bread alone, but in every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus knew his word. Do you? So you can't come against the devil and say, devil this, devil that, devil this, devil that. Or, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that if you don't have the word. See, the reason why Jesus spoke the word? Because there's power. Everybody say power. Say the power. Say, I got the power. Oh, come on. Say, I got the power. <laughs> there's power in the word of God. See, your words, there's no power. Are you God? Are you God? No. So any hopes you can say, you know what, I'm going to be a better person. Sometimes we try to do things on our own, and we think by saying it, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna. There's no power in your word. The devil laughs at you when you say things like that. I'm going to do this on my own. When you make promises and say, I'm going to do this, watch what I can do, and you speak, the devil's just like, ain't nothing in that. When Jesus spoke, when he became man, when he came on this earth, 100% man, 100% God, what did he do? He didn't do it on his own. He said, you know what? It is written. He used the word of God. Why? Because there's power. The devil's afraid of the word. The devil trembles at the word. Because he knows if you have the word, he can't come against you. Because you have truth. And what he tried to do? Try to tell lies. Let's look at what else Jesus said. Matthew 4, 7. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil took him up to the high mountain and said, you know what? It is written. The devil used the Bible, y'all. But the devil was using the wrong sermon. He was preaching the wrong message at that time. He was trying to tempt Jesus to listen to what he was saying instead of listening to what God was saying. The Bible says this. The Bible says you can do this. Well, hold on a second. Jesus said, no, hold on a second. You're preaching the wrong sermon. You're on the wrong lesson. It says, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Guys, we come to church. That's a good thing. That's a start. But that thing you have in your hand, the Bible, it's a sword. The Bible says it's a double-edged sword. And the reason why we wonder with J.C. soldiers, amen, warriors for Christ, amen. Let me get some noise for my J.C. soldiers. All right, okay, that was, that was okay. What about my warriors for Christ? <laughs> Ouch. Uh, warriors, guys, let's try it again. J.C. soldiers. Warriors for Christ. Oh, somebody, Warriors won that one. But check this out. The name. All right, we, we all love the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Check this out. Why do you think that we have crazy names like J.C. Soldiers, military, like fighting, Warriors for Christ? 
Said, man, there's a certain theme here, war, like something's going on, like there's a fight going on. What's, what's happening? There's a devil that hates you. There are demons here. The sex out, guys. There are demons in this world. When you step outside this world, there are demons. Though you cannot see them, they're out there. I'm telling you, we had some people come up here demon-possessed, being cast out in the name of Jesus. It's real, okay? They are out there trying to tempt you. The reason why we come, we have our Bible, it's the word, it's our sword. That's how we fight back. You're a disciple, you're a soldier, you're a warrior for Christ because there's a war going on for your soul. We got the victory in Jesus Christ, but if you don't know that, if you don't know the word, you're fighting. And every time, every day, devil comes and tries to tempt you, take you away from that. And you pick up your word and you say, devil, nah, it is written. Just like Jesus Christ said, no, 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 you can't fool me. You can't tempt me with that. The Bible says it is written. No one will see the Lord without holiness. Come on, somebody. Living holy lives before the Lord. Come on, we're in high school. Some of us in high school, grammar school. That is the biggest temptation that will come your way. Some other people might deal with other things, but I'll tell you right now, almost the majority of the people in this place will somehow deal with sexual immorality, sexual impurity. And he's coming, and he's making it sound oh so good. That girl, come on. She's a new student, came from Puerto Rico, speaks English and Spanish, guys. She's smart, and she goes to church. But she's Catholic. Oh, 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 it looks so good. It looks so good. Oh, come on, ladies. Come on. Here comes the captain of the baseball team. There he is. He's got his chain, the big old diamond plated one chain. And he says he loves God, but you hear him swearing. It's just like, oh. Then he comes and makes a move at you. What's up, girl? I heard you go to the best youth group in the world. Elevate. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on. He makes it look oh so good. All right? If you're hungry, the devil's not going to come put like some duck that's just half dead. and with the, that, He's going to come put some ham. This is on a weird ham sandwiches for everybody. No, check this out. He's going to put what you like. My favorite is lasagna. If the I was, I was 40, fasting 48, 49, let's, oh, my Lord. He's going to come at you, and he knows how to tempt you. He knows what gets you to fall. And I'm keeping it real. Some of us have been given into the bait. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're getting real. Some of us have given into the bait. And some of us really don't want the bait, but sometimes we... We kind of go pick at it, and we come back, and we eat it. Make a stand. Stand firm on the word of God. You can't be for God and be your other side of the devil. Choose this day whom you will serve, the Bible says. Jesus used the word to come against the devil. Stand firm on the word. Let's read. Matthew 4, 8 through 10 says this. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said. If you bow down and worship me, Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Come on, Jesus was whooping the devil, y'all. Every, every time the devil tried to come up and Jesus just getting to tempt him. Come on, get away from your purpose. Come on, sin once. Come on, worship me. Took him to the highest place and showed him the entire world. said, I'll give you this if you bow down to me. All this will be yours, Jesus, if you bow down to me. You don't have to fight for it. You wouldn't have to die. I'll give it to you if you bow down and worship me. Jesus came back strong, knowing how to come against it. He said, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. 
We talk about the word all the time. When we come to church, we're preaching the Bible. About how many of you guys have it inside your heart? How many of you guys have it inside your heart? Because let me tell you something. When temptations come, and they will come, don't think that because I'm preaching to you guys that temptations don't come my way. Don't think that Pastor Joe doesn't go through. Everybody will go through temptations. The devil hates you. He's going to try to get you to fall. And until you die, he's going to come. He's going to try to attack you with whatever it may be. Okay? But look at this. You can tell that devil to get away. Come on, somebody. You don't have to keep on dealing with the same sin. When you have temptation, you fall into it. And you want freedom. It's not... The Bible says he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Get that in your head. You're free today. Away from me saying no more. I'm going to struggle. This is, this is. No, you have victory and you stand firm on the word. Know your word. Stand firm on the word. Live for Jesus. The purpose of temptation is the reason why the devil comes. He's going to try to take away your purpose in living for Jesus Christ. And there have been people in this youth group, sadly but true. Everybody listen up. There have been people in this youth group that have come to this youth group have found their purpose in Jesus Christ. And the devil has come and tempted it. What, hap- what happened to the people that were sitting in these very same chairs? Your friend, what happened to them? I promise you, if you were to go and ask them right now, what happened? Why didn't you come elevate no more? Oh, dude, we have parties over here now. Didn't you hear? Oh, you know what? I, I can't go because I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not believing it. He's trying to get you to doubt. Because your relationship with Jesus Christ is based on faith. If he can take your doubt, if he can take your faith and put doubt in there, it's going to be hard for you to believe the word and what God says and what you hear a preacher preach on a Friday night. It's going to be hard for you to reason through that. He's trying to deceive you. Live for Jesus. Let me tell you something. The devil will flee you. He's got no choice. Why? Because the Bible says. Because the Bible says. It is written. Every time Jesus came back, he said, it is written. He stood firm on the word. Firm. He wasn't wavering to the right or to the left. Jesus knew his word. Psalms 119.9 says this. And the English Standard Version says this. How can a young man keep his way pure? Come on. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Men and ladies in here, you want to live for God? Guard your walk by the word. Guard your walk by what God says. You know, sometimes you might go to a state of depression. You might think things, I don't know about my life right now. That's the biggest thing. The biggest thing that will try, who are you? You don't even know who you are. Why go to God? You got to find it out here. Your identity, who you are, that's not, no, your identity is in Christ. You guys should know that. The Bible says he made us in our mother's womb. Know who you are in Christ by guarding it according to your word. I'll tell you today, guys. I'll tell you today. Temptations will come. Temptations will come. Get there. Okay, Adam, what, what? But you can stand firm. Listen to me. You can stand firm on the word of God and make a choice. Devil, you're going to come try to not rock the boat, but I'm standing firm. You can, you can try to scare me all you want. I'm, I know where I stand. I know where I stand. I'm standing on the word of God. The Bible says the devil left him. The devil left him. Come on. If Lila can come on up. Today, guys, I, I want to encourage you, and this is, this is awesome. You know, sometimes we don't know the Word of God well enough, but here, you know what? I put some promises, some things that the Word of God says so we can be encouraged. So that when you go through things, you say, oh, hold on, devil. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is what the Bible says. Philippians 4:13, the New King James Version says this. I can do all things through Christ 
who strengthens me. I can do all things. I can live out this, this walk. For, I can be a disciple. You saw, I can come to Christ and live for God and, and be set free. From, I can do that. I can do all things. Everybody say all. Through Christ who strengthens me. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says this. No temptation has overtaken you except for what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Understand, no temptation has overcome you. No temptation has seized you. No temptation has made you captive to sin. It hasn't. Why? That's what the Bible says. Depression, fear, be gone in Jesus' name. Freedom. We speak freedom in this place. If everybody can just stand on up. We're speaking the word of God today. Know what your Bible says. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No temptation has overcome you except for what is common to mankind. Jeremiah 29, 11. If we can move that slide up. Jeremiah 29, 11 says this. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. God's in it for your best. God's in it for your best. Reason why we study the Bible, reason why we get into the Bible, because God has our best in mind. The devil, when he comes tempting, he wants to destroy you. But he makes it so appealing. And at a point in time, it's, it's like, oh, just church or, or this or, or going out partying with my friends. And, man, there's going to be girls there. There's going to be guys there. Just, maybe just a little bit of alcohol. That's just a little bit. Just having fun. I won't do it again. I know, this is God speaking, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. All eyes closed in this place, head bowed. We talk about the word of God, standing firm on it. Come on, if you're a new visitor in this place, or if you're a disciple of this ministry, or you know where you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, We've all been through temptations. But the thing is this. The thing that separates a disciple walking in holiness and purity is sin. And when we get tempted, we have the choice not to sin. We're talking about temptation. And I'm telling you right now, there are certain things the devil has you guys attached to. There's a repetitive sin in your life. There's something that he keeps on tempting you. And you know what? There's some people in this place that have have given into it. There's no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. And if that's you today, if that's you, the devil's been tempting you and you've given into it a little bit. And you know you shouldn't have. And you know it's not known to anybody else. It's something that's been hiding. And you want to be free from it. I want you to come to these altars. We want to pray for you. I want to pray for those people right now. Come on, as you guys come to the altars. I want to pray for people who've also been doubting the word of God. You've doubted what the Word says. And you forgot what the Word says. And it's been shaking your relationship with God. It's been a struggle. Come up for prayer. I'm telling you, God is in this place. And the Bible says, He who the Son sets free is free indeed. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Come on, let us pray for you. 
We want to encourage you and build you up. Come on. That should be everybody in this place. Oh, I don't go to the temptations. That's a lie. Don't be deceived by the devil. Ask for prayer. Ask God for help. I need your help, God. Come on. Spirit minister to you guys. Come on, let the Lord speak to you. Stand firm on the word today. Come on. Come on, don't miss this time for prayer. After this, guys, we're going to have a shout for victory. We're going to worship the Lord because there's freedom in this place. And we're going to experience that freedom. We're going to stand firm on the word. We're going to shout, rejoice. But don't pass up this time of prayer. If that's you, come on up. Come on. that we're standing on the word today. to start coming up to these altars. We're going to start singing a song for the Lord. We're going to start rejoicing. Come on, let's rejoice together. Everybody come on up from your seats. We're about to get excited in this place. Come on. part of knowing that you can stand firm in the word is that we have the victory y'all. come on we have the victory in Jesus Christ and I want you guys to get ready because we're about to do a crazy shout dance war crown my chasing soldiers all my warriors for Christ come on we're going to get so loud the devil in hell is going to be shaking come on not because of our own words because we're praising God we're proclaiming the word today. Yes, Lord. We're excited today. 
Yes, Lord. 